mind of a matter. Question much discussed these days is this. Is human mind actually strong enough not to only be stricken or injure the body containing it, but actually bring death to that body through the power of thought alone? Many people, including some psychological researchers, believe so. They point to such things as devil dying and suicide by people whose minds contain a so-called subconscious death wish. Even injuries to vital organs which seem to do have no eternal, eternal explanation. They believe if a man is convinced strongly enough that he will die or say strangulation, that he will do, will do so. Others scoff at modern theories and blame such things on ghosts, spells, and other supernatural phenomena. However, it brings to mind a certain famous story the defenders of both the theories have used to prove their points. It seems that some years ago in England a certain very rich man met a young chorus girl, determined to have her for his own, despite the fact she had married the father of grown-up and the father of grown-up children. He succeeded mainly for the device of giving the girl fabulous presents and most astounding which with a necklace of solid gold, great beads worth a fortune, having a man so tired of the girl, desired new conquest, but he feared she might inform his wife, or whom, or make trouble in some way. So, so, as was later learned, he hired two assassins to murder her. He did so and escaped. The rich man was suspected, though knowledge of his association with the girl did nothing, but nothing could be proven. He had never been even arrested. Soon after the the rich man began to act strangely. His wife and children heard him mutter a moment in sleep. He could hear suddenly leap through his bed, expression of horror on his face, mumbling something about he choked, but not while he was awake. A little while late, little, little while he had taken to staying up all night, sitting in his chair before the fire. But even so, he was caged up after sleep. Wake would start clutching his throat, sobbing in terror. The doctor called. The man at first refused. The doctor examined him. Then finally allowed it suddenly, though refusing to say anything more than something was trying to choke him. Took him and look upon looking at the doctor's throat. Doctor did find a ring of great discoloration. But went down to the fellow's own constant touching of his throat. But late at last, one day in the garden, a broad daylight, all came to head. The wife's man, the man's wife, son, and the young daughter were present. The man, getting on the chair, is long. Suddenly, pointed the ground at its feet, staring and crying. Here it comes! It comes after me again. He stroked back in the chair, apparently too paralysed by fright to move. Suddenly, immediately ran for the doctor. The wife and young daughter tried to calm the daughter. Father, as he approached the chair in which he sat. The man suddenly screamed out the name of a young woman who had been murdered clutching at his who had been murdered clutching at his throat. All right, he said. I hired them to kill you murder you. I admit it. Now take them away. Take the babies away. And before the two women could reach him, he threw himself on the ground in insane convulsions, obviously strangling. The wife and stem young girl ran to his side. Their strength was not enough to overcome his wild thrashings. Try as they might, they could not help him, for every time they came near him, they were knocked to the ground. Suddenly a terrible gurgling sound issued from his lips. He lay still. Then a doctor arrived a few minutes later. He pronounced the man dead. After two weeping women had told his story of what the dead man had said and done, 
Doctor silently drew them from his own closer to his father's body and pointed the throat of the corpse. There, circling the throat, was a fine line of deep, angry purple marks, as if a string of pearls had been looped around the man's neck and been twisted and twisted until they had sunk far into soft flesh and choked out his life. Some people were saying that the ghost of the poor betrayed word of girl found its revenge. Other claimed the man had become obsessed with the idea that bees, a symbol of his sins, would kill him. They bleed it so thoroughly that his mind forced his body to achieve the death they feared. Still others saying, but at any rate, he's only got what he deserved. But what do you think?